Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We have a lot to get to today. My Patriot Supply is our sponsor. The world's a crazy place. I'm going to tell you more about Israel today and Washington as well. Disaster can come in many, many forms. And when it does, it's so important for both you and your family that you are prepared. That means thinking ahead and making sure you have the supplies you need to ride out whatever might be coming. Um, Emergency food supply. Really, really important. With My Patriot Supply, you can get a three-month emergency food kit, and you're going to save $200 off the regular price. It's a great variety of breakfast, lunch, dinner, and uh, drinks, snacks, everything. Meals offer 2,000 calories a day. They're easy to prepare. Go to preparewithglenn.com and save $200 on your food security. Order today by 3, and you'll get free shipping same day. It is preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. A lot to cover. Uh, We begin in just a second. There's a lot going on. Joe Biden is on his way to Israel. Uh, He'll be there tomorrow just in time to delay any kind of uh, escalation of anything. Is this really to help Israel or is this to hurt Israel? Uh, We'll have more on that insanity, including the insanity of what's going on in Washington. Jim Jordan is up for election today. Uh, It requires the House Republicans to get their crap together and actually come together and do what's right for the country Uh, quickly. Let me give you some names of the undecided. If this is your congressman in your state, call them. Uh, David Joyce, Ohio. Steve Womack, Arkansas. Blake Moore, Utah. Uh, Ken, or excuse me, Jen Kiggins in uh, Virginia. Lori Chavez de Remer in Oregon. Andrew Garabino and Juan Siscomani uh, as well, New York and Arizona. Jake Elzey from Texas. Uh, Nick Lalada and Anthony D'Esposito uh, of New York, still undecided as well. There's a bunch, too, that have said no. We can give you those names maybe yeah. later on in the program. I got to tell you, Chip Roy is going to be with us here in a second. We just did a survey. When we ask you to call Congress, do you call Congress? It was about 40% said yes. Now, that's a lot different than it used to be. 
do you think calling your member of Congress actually makes a difference? Out of uh, 2,000 votes, over half of them said, no, no, I really don't. Do you think your congressman or congresswoman represents you? 1,141 said no. 320 said yes. You got to get on the phone with Congress today. This is a breaking point. If the Republicans don't elect Jim Jordan today, God only knows what we're going to get. Thanks a lot, Mr. Gates. Appreciate it. No, seriously. Have a freaking plan before you blow things up. Call your congressman. Now we're going to switch gears quickly for about 20 minutes. I got to tell you, give you an update on what's happening in the rest of the world in 60 seconds. First, your dog cares about you. Of course he does. I mean, you know, he's your dog. He cares about you. And you know that because you would have gotten a cat if you wanted an animal that didn't care about you. Anyway, the feeling goes both ways, I know. You can feed your dog the very best, even with kibble food. Whatever you're feeding your dog, just put rough greens on top of it. And it has all of the vitamins and nutrients and probiotics that your dog needs. Not a dog food, it's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog's food and you get the first trial bag free. Just pay for shipping, call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call Rough Greens today. Okay, well, let me, I, I guess... I guess let me start with this. Most Americans today, this is a new study, shows the cost of groceries, gas, and just keeping a roof over your head is the main priority. A new study shows the worry about retirement is now a thing of the past because, not because it's far off or, you know, I've already got my retirement taken care of, but rather they don't even see it on the horizon anymore. They're no longer seeing that far in advance. Instead, they're looking Americans today, more specifically at today's breakfast or what's for tonight's dinner. We're at the beginning of something, gang. We are at the beginning. Tough times are coming. And when we get distracted by our own life in America, darkness grows and seizes the opportunity to do the unspeakable. Remember don't let a good crisis go to waste. That could be spoken by Satan himself. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. And I told you in 2009, almost every day, chaos. Chaos is going to be the word for the future. And you need to be as far away from chaos as you possibly can. And chaos causes people to turn away. When the world shut down for COVID, what happened? The Chinese took Hong Kong. All of those hundreds of thousands of people that we, we watched march, carrying American flags, hoping that the day of freedom was on the horizon for them. They didn't know at the time that the Wuhan virus brew was bubbling up and being worked on by the same government that was taking pictures of each of them and finding out who they were. As China forced the rest of the world into lockdown, as they were literally welding their people into their homes and sending drones to tell those trapped 
to fight the demons inside of you that tells you you should be free. While all of that was happening, we turned inward. We logically worried about ourselves, our job, our business, most of all, our loved ones. That's normal. That's why I tell you to prepare now. Because those times are coming and they're going to be harder. As the government lies continued, both here and in China, as they lied and lied and distracted us. And the rest of the world, the Chinese government was not distracted. Our government wasn't distracted. As to never let a crisis go to waste, they went door to door and they found the leaders of that freedom movement in Hong Kong. How many people does a government need to round up before the everyday citizen that was standing with them or thinking about freedom decides to shut up, sit down, or worse yet, turn on members of their own family or friends? We've seen this cycle before. It swept the world about a hundred years ago. All for the good of the collective. All for science. Eugenics. A new world. Scientifically born. Good Germans sat down, said nothing, because they were worried about the food on their table. And I get it. But soon, because of that, it wasn't their biggest concern. How many that they worried about feeding were soon made into sausage by the war-hungry machine? How many of the sweet children they tucked in tonight, just a few short years later, had been so indoctrinated in some sick, twisted ideology of death that they would even turn their own parents in? Most people don't realize the Germans whispered, not only because the Nazis might have listening devices in their house, but also because in many cases, those listening devices were their own children. They had become activists for an evil state. And it happens the same every, every time. Divide and conquer. Divide the races. Divide the religions. Divide the parties. And then reunite as many people as you can under this new ideology and make them into zealots. This new ideology is as old as time itself. Evil just puts on a new face time and time again. Last time, it just put on a nice Hugo Boss designed uniform. And it convinces a new generation that doesn't remember the past, the conflict, the chaos, the poverty that that system creates and then exploits is enough to keep most people busy and not looking up or forward. I want to talk to you today about entering this time period because we are here. And may I ask, are we already tired of the news of Hamas and Israel? Are we already done with that? I mean, Ukraine, in my opinion, is bad guys versus evil guys. I don't know who to pick because I don't see a good guy in sight on either side. But this one is truly good versus evil. And this one doesn't require us to fight the battle. We don't need to fight. They're not asking us to fight. They would just like some support 
when they fight. It's been over a week now, just about a week. And the world is going back to normal already. In the first few days, Israel didn't stand alone. The images and the atrocities were so clear that the world had a slap across the face and they woke up for a minute, sat up in bed. And then with breathtaking speed, normal assumptions are reasserting themselves. Is this, is this just intellectual and moral laziness? Suddenly, all the politicians, news outlets, again, speaking the language of the cycle of violence and proportionality. Israel shouldn't go too far. What? What do you mean? There is no moral equivalence here. The sides are not equivalent. There is no symmetry here. There is no moral equivalence. There is no Israeli oppression in Gaza and no Israeli war crimes. Not that they're perfect. They're not perfect. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's plenty of misery to go around. And there are plenty of war crimes. And there's one reason. Because there is plenty of Hamas. We all know how Biden economics have really turned this place around, right? 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 Aren't you feeling the glory of Biden economics? What do you think Hamas does? And just like Biden economics will blame someone else, Hamas has the built-in recipe. All they have to do is blame the Israelis. But every piece of human suffering in Gaza is on Hamas. Want more peace? Have less Hamas. I don't know anybody that has a, a, a bloodlust to have more innocent casualties. But you know what? You can't go into another country and kill people's moms, dads, their children, and then hide behind your own children. Uh, I mean, your babies are going to get hurt. And that's on Hamas. That's not on Israel. Every innocent harmed in Gaza is, is on Hamas. Israel's, Israel is exactly like us. We do ridiculously expensive things. Do you know how much our missiles cost? Do you know how much our bombs cost? Because they're all smart. They all have computers. They all have cameras to be used once and then destroyed. Do you know how much that costs? Why do we do that? Because we are for life. We're for life. That's what never again really means. Life. But that's not what it is. That's not what it is with Hamas. They want all Jews dead. They want to wash the world in Jewish blood. And then our blood. That is the highest aspiration for their children. A martyr's death, preferably with a side of dead babies, apparently. They love, they love death. We love life. This is what they shout. They love life. We love death. They, they, they chant that. Those are not my words. That's Hamas's word. So how is it we're going to sit down and have a conversation with people? 
See, this is the problem we're having in America. We're not at this divide, but we're close. Have you seen the protests all over the Western world? Have you seen the protests here in America that are supporting Hamas after the killing of babies and children and moms and dads? Have you seen the videos? This is the beginning of the end of the Western world. We used to stand for something. And believe me, the Israelis are not asking for America to join and come in the war. They're not. They'll fight it themselves. Nobody is looking for a kumbaya of nations. Nobody. They're just looking for somebody just to stand up and go, you're okay. You're okay. I understand. We all have to pay attention right now, right now, or we unfortunately will not be able to pay attention at all for a very long time. What do we tell our kids about the world? What do we say about never again? Is it even a thing? What do we tell? Is there such a thing as an enlightened civilization, a community, a nations? Are we all part of it? Or are we all on our own? There is good and evil. And what used to make America different and the Western world is that there was a standard that was universal and absolute. And it was for everybody, not just this side or that side. It was for everybody. It wasn't up for negotiation. It does mean we both have choices. And some of those choices are right choices. And some of those choices are wrong choices. Are there anybody? Is there anybody? Is there any nation, any nation that still remembers that? We don't have to tell our children and the Israelis don't have to tell their children that they're alone or they're helpless. Like our own politicians are telling our own kids that they're dependent on the world's goodwill. They have to look to a politician. No, no. We have to tell them the truth. And Israelis have to tuck their kids in tonight and tell them the truth. They have to bear the truth as they grow up. They will have to hold up the light of truth. They will need to make sure that they are on God's side. And if they're doing, if they're doing it, God willing, there will still be Judeo-Christian nations who will stand with them. God willing, if we tell the truth, maybe we can all begin to look at our retirement and what we want to do when we finally all grow up. When most of your time is spent in pain, the thing that you're constantly looking for is pure and simple hope. It's the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, you're down, you're thinking this is never going to end. It can, it can. The three-week quick start of Relief Factor is 1995, and it's a trial pack. It's not a drug. It's uh, all natural ingredients, so it's not going to whack you out. But more than a million people have bought Relief Factor's quick start, and about 70% of them go on to order more month after month. I'm one of them. ReliefFactor.com. Call them now. ReliefFactor.com. Just try it. 
800-4-RELIEF. Try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. If it's not working, it's probably not going to work for you. ReliefFactor.com. 70%. Go on to order month after month. 800, the number four, relief. Get out of pain. Get your life back. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Well, as Joe Biden says, we're the United States of America. We can we can do more than one thing. Can we? Can we? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. And I'm certainly not sure uh, that the Republicans can. Uh, the Republicans. Thank you, Matt Gates, uh, for this brilliant idea of getting rid of. And I want you to know. I was passionate as well. But if you listen back to this program, Stu and I were both saying, um, maybe a plan, maybe a plan. They didn't have a plan. And now today might be the last chance to get somebody decent as Speaker of the House. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, Jordan is, I will say, closer than I expected him to get. I mean, I was pretty pessimistic they'd be able to get Jordan through, not because I don't like Jordan. I think he'd be a very good Speaker of the House. But just a lot of people don't like him, you know, Um, and and again, it's a lot of the people I don't like that don't like him, (laughs) you know, know. but again, they have their votes. These are real people in in the conference that you have to deal with. Stop being in third grade. I don't care if you like somebody or not. I really don't. I don't care if you like them. You're not going to go through life liking everybody and stop thinking it's third grade. And well, I'm not going to give you my vote. Good heavens, grow up. The country is at stake. I want you to call your congressman today, this morning. They vote at noon Eastern time. I want you to call your congressman and say, what the hell are you doing? If you lose the house, if you compromise and give us some panty ass wussy who's in bed with the Democrats, you're done. And I will take every dollar I have to fund competitors <laughs> against you. I will campaign. I'll make signs. I'll put them in the yard. I will campaign against you. I will not forget. That's what I would say. But I would say it with a much more reasonable tone. But make sure they understand. You're done with me. And I and my friends will campaign against you. You vote for Jim Jordan today. Vote for Jim Jordan. Otherwise, what's your plan? The Democrats? The Glenn Beck Program. Well, we're going to get somebody on less passionate than I am on this. Uh, Chip Roy is joining us in just a minute. (laughs) Out of the tragedy of 9-11, Tunnel to Towers Foundation rose like a phoenix from the ashes. And it's been delivering on its promise at the time to do good and never forget the sacrifice of America's greatest heroes. The people who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Police officers, firemen, and those in the service. I want to tell you about Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. He's from Bristol, Connecticut, fatally shot in a domestic violence incident. He left behind two children and a wife pregnant with their third child. This is a family member of my wife. Uh, like, I don't remember how we're related, but we found out through Facebook and that this happened. And she was like, my gosh, that's my family. And you know, when we found out after 
the Tunnel to Towers Foundation had already taken their house, and it was days after the shooting. It's a remarkable organization. If you have, if you have eleven dollars a month, could you donate eleven dollars a month to Tunnel to Towers at T the number two T dot org? That's T the number two T dot org. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Chip Roy, coming up. Let me go to uh, our good friend, one of the very few in Washington, Chip Roy. Hello, Chip. How are you? Doing great, Glenn. How are you? Uh, I'd like a plan. You know, I'd like the Republicans to have a plan. I'd like them to succeed from time to time. Uh, it, you know, this this um, vote today with Jim Jordan looks like, uh, I mean, it looks close at least. But close, if we were playing hand grenades, would count. But we're not playing hand grenades. Is is. Tell me the situation in Washington. Well, I, I see what you did there with the uh, horseshoes and hand grenades reference. The uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> um, look. Let me just first try to say, like us to have a plan. I agree with you, uh, Glenn. Look, I, I have a plan. Uh, a number of us have a plan in terms of what we believe we ought to be doing to constrain spending, use the appropriations pro- process to stop what's going on here with the abuse of our liberties and. Uh, you know, tyrannical government to secure the border. We passed a bill to do that. I mean, everybody needs to remember. So we're not always in despair. We passed the best border bill we've ever passed. That took an enormous amount of work. Now we got to do something with it. That's the whole point. We've got to stand strong. Stop giving a blank check to Ukraine. All those things. We do have a plan to try to wrestle this government back from a tyrannical president. But now the question is how we're going to do it and how much we get Republicans to do the right thing. And remember, 10 years ago today, or give or take today, 10 years ago this month, we just ended the uh, Obamacare shutdown when I was Ted Cruz's chief of staff. We were meeting in the basement of Tortilla Coast, a little rump group of 10 members of Congress and Ted Cruz. Now we have the Freedom Caucus. It's been formed. Jim Jordan helped form it. Donald Trump has come into the White House and shaken up this town. We've had an enormous change in that you would do you can you imagine if 10 years ago we had said jim jordan might become speaker no. of the house no no no. this so, is a i mean the upside is very very good i'm not concerned about your plan or you know some that i support in in washington i i'm very concerned about those whose plan includes hey you know what maybe we can get a real moderate to you know uh team up with the democrats and then we could rule together oh my gosh well, so, Glenn, yes, some of that rhetoric is crazy. Now, a lot of it's overstated, right? I mean, I had a conversation with one of my colleagues, I'm not going to name, who's one of the few, uh, and he was upset because he said people are out there saying, I'm going to go cut a deal for Hakeem Jeffries. He's like, I'm never going to do that. He's a socialist. He's crazy. So a lot of that is overstated. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, our perspective is we'll go to the floor. Jim's been working it all weekend. I was working it all weekend. I was calling colleagues. We were working to figure out a plan and work, you know, work through it. We'll see what happens. Right now, the numbers are somewhere between 5 and 10, I think. You never know how the dynamic plays on the floor. But once you have to cast your vote, look, I've been there. <laughs> Remember? Once you have to cast your vote, there's a lot of eyes of the world on you. There's a lot mm-hmm. of pressure. 
So you got to have a reason. Like we had a reason. We wanted to change this place. Kevin, to his credit, helped us change this place, just not as fast and as far, frankly, as we needed to go. So we moved the ball forward. Now let's figure out how to get the right coach in there now to finish the job or the right quarterback, whatever you know analogy you want to use. Right. And so we'll see what happens on the floor today. I think it's going to be somewhere around 8 to 10-ish in the first round. And then we're going to have to pull off and go talk to those individuals and try to get them over the hump. And that's just where we are right now. And we're, this is all being laid bare before the world and the, and the American people that the, the battle for the soul of this country isn't just red shirt, blue shirt. It's really inside the Republican Party where we're trying to change the Republican Party to be a party that is fighting for the hardworking American against this town. For too long, this party has been too much of this town. This is a hard effort, and we're going around the clock trying to do it. I'm actually amazed we've taken it as far as we have. I am too. You and I both just are watching the country burning to the ground, and we're like, guys, there's no more time. Get the extinguishers, and let's get busy rebuilding. So that's where you and I are. That's where the bulk of the Republican Party is moving towards. But we got we got to get 200 and, you know, sufficient number, 217-plus, in order to get there. Okay, so let me go over the list of some people that are on the fence and tell me, or unless you know some names that could use some uh, nice urging from their constituents today, who who would benefit from that? Well, let me let me first stipulate this and bear me bear out for a second. I have worked with some colleagues over the last three days to move the needle. And I, and I said, look, I am not going to get into the personal finger pointing game, at least until we get to the floor. Now, once you vote, then it's on you. You're going to have to own the vote. So I'm trying to be a little careful, me personally, right. between now and today at noon. Because you can imagine, there's a lot of personal engagement with individuals to get them over the hump. So but I will, what I will tell you is there's a lot of public lists that are pretty darn accurate in terms of the call it five, six, seven, I saw a list today of about seven that are, you know, the ones that have publicly been saying that, hey, they're going to vote for Kevin McCarthy or they're going to vote, you know, for Steve Scalise or they're going to vote for someone else. And it's mostly wrapped around being frustrated that Kevin got deposed uh, by just eight individuals. Get over it. Plus Democrats. And, And some are frustrated because they thought Scalise should be next man up. And, you know, that didn't happen for a variety of reasons. And some of them are just mad at Matt Gates and those that, that pulled the motion to vacate. And I've just told them, I said, look, you got to get over that, right? That's not what this is about. What this is about is right now unifying in order to go beat Democrats. We have one year to the election. We've got to go fight right now to make sure that whatever we do for Israel is very focused, targeted, paid for, and is not used to go be an excuse for Ukraine. We've got to go right now, make sure that we go fight to secure the border. We've got to go right now, make sure that they're not going to do a blank check to Ukraine. We've got to go right now, fight to hold spending in check and hold this administration accountable. There are a thousand things for us to be focusing on, and internecine party skirmishes is not one of them. This is a tough thing. Let's get there, and let's go unite for the American people. That is my message right now between now and people voting. Now, once people vote, they got to answer for it. they got to explain why. And it ain't good enough to say, I don't like Matt Gates and I'm mad. you got to have a reason. What is your reason? What are you doing? Why is Jim Jordan not the guy right now to help us unite to beat Democrats? That's the question we should be asking every single member who does not vote for Jim at, you know, whatever it's going to be, noon Eastern. 
Okay. Um, I'd love to have you on like some, one of my social medias or something after the vote because I'm finished at noon Eastern time. Happy, uh, happy to do it. You uh, know. Okay, good. I'll have somebody reach out. We'll set it up if, you know, then, then, then their votes are on their own heads. And uh, let's mobilize people. Absolutely. A, and, and, and Glenn, we'll, we'll be happy to do it and talk about it. And uh, look, everybody out there, though, I can tell you this. Call your member of Congress and make sure they're supporting Jim Jordan. Light up the phones all day today uh, and, and, and make sure that your voices are heard, heard. Okay. Thank you, Chip. I appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. God bless you. One of the good guys. Uh, and there's lots of them. There are. They're actually more than ever. I mean, think of this. This, if Jim Jordan gets in today, this is... The, everybody said the Tea Party was dead. Everybody said the, you know, constitution constitutionalist was dead. And they the Republicans have done everything to kill it. But think of this. Having Jim Jordan as the Speaker of the House, what could get done? What could get done, America? This is not politics as usual. And if it becomes that, then we hold Jim Jordan's feet to the fire. But this is not politics as usual. This is a game-changing opportunity. And I will say, what he can get done is limited, right? He's just, they just have the House. They don't have the Senate. They don't have the... Correct. But at least the House would be moving things forward. Number one, yes. Number two, one of the things they can do are these investigations. And I don't know that there is a better person on the investigation part of this than that you would want in control than Jim Jordan. Yes. I mean, he is the guy who's going to be a junkyard dog going after every little bit of this. And, and that means you can shut the money off for the uh, the FBI. You can shut the money off for um, the IRS. If, if you have the house, you at least have a, a fight. You at least have a, a horse in the game. You know, without that, you got nothing. And I'm sick and tired of the, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to do this as soon as we get the House, the Senate, and the White House. No. Do something with what you have. Do something. That's how you get, you know, at least in my business, if somebody has something and they're doing and they're, they have the least amount of stuff, but all of a sudden they're doing incredible stuff. I then give them more resources to do more. What we do, we have a bunch of people that are like, yeah, I need those resources before I can do anything. That's not the way the world works now. Okay, it's not. You show me what you can do, and then I'll give you a few more resources. Then show me what you can do, and then I'll give you a few more resources. Enough of this. Call your house member today. Make sure they're voting for Jim Jordan. This is historic if it happens. Absolutely historic. And it will change everything. And Gates, you will have played Russian roulette, but neither of us got our head blown off. And the country lives to fight another day. And God bless you. It's a great analogy. Maybe not the best party game, but hey, if you no. both survive, if, well, great. Great. Maybe things are going to be better. I'm and they fine. would be better with Jordan, They I think. would be. Um, by the way, one of the congressmen that we mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, uh, it is Siskamani uh, from New York. 
He uh, is a yes on Jim Jordan. So this just happened as we were Good. doing uh, talking this hour. He was a, uh, a un- no? undecided. Undecided. He was undecided. He was one of the people that had not announced. He said he was going to announce Wednesday morning. True to his word, he did. And he has announced that he will vote for Jim Jordan. Good. Now, I'm looking. I've looked at it. Can we do a little nerd math here first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so 435 people in Congress, mm-hmm. right? Normally, there are two vacant seats. You're at 433. Um, you have to then subtract the people that are not going to be there for whatever reason. There's one guy that I know of who's going to be at a funeral. So that's at 432. You've got also some present votes. that If someone votes present, it's going to change the math a little bit. Correct. But still, this still means as of right now, he needs to get to 217. That number could change to 216 or 215, depending on what goes on with the present mm-hmm. votes or who shows up today. Um, right now, uh, 221 Republicans. Uh, now, one of them is at a funeral today. So you're at 220, really. Oh, my gosh. You can only lose three? Uh, you can only lose three. three. Now, he can't, he'll be back. So if, if they were that close, they could re-vote and he would vote on the right side. He wouldn't get through on the first vote. But you can really only lose three or f- you know, four, let's just say, is, the, is the, probably the real number long term. There seems to be about seven who are saying no, no. Like, and I mean, you know... Some of them will say, well, I'm going to meet with them today and we'll see if something changes. Stuff like that. But they are saying outwardly they are a no. There are another four to six that look like they're saying they're leaning no, but they or they're, they won't say anything about how they're going to vote before the vote. Um, but some of those are gettable. Like, and I'll give you an example of this. Victoria Sparts, who we've had on the show, who's really, really good. She's very frustrated with the process and how this has worked. I get it. So am I. And so, so, and I, it's an understandable. Now, you know, uh, Ms. Sparts, she's not the type that's just going to be won over. She's, you know, very, very strong on stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's very principled and she believes the principle here is a problem. What she's saying publicly, however, is if they, if Jordan does not have the votes, she's going to vote present. Okay. Now, why? Anyway, but go ahead. We don't have time. Go ahead. The point being, though, see that seems to say if he does have the votes, there's a chance she's going to vote for him. What her problem is just on how they basically, you know, gone about this process. She's not against Jordan as a person. Um, so you think in the situation where we've got a Speaker of the House Jordan on the line, she might come along. I mean, these are people that aren't necessarily definite no's. Quickly, give me the states. Just give me the states. The congressmen of the states. Quickly, uh, of the seven. I, uh, I don't have you that don't have it? Okay. handy, but okay. I could. We're, uh, we're going to take a quick break, yeah. and then we'll come back and give that. Um, you know those old shoe boxes that you have, the ones that are stuffed full of pictures that you can you know barely get the lid on? What are you doing with those? They're sitting under a bed or in a closet. Or worse, they could be in your really hot or cold or really hot and then cold garage. Um, they're not being shared with anybody. Time to change that by dis- digitize them with the new photo box from Legacy Box. You can get VIP access to this no- new photo Legacy Box and you get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as seven cents. That's 76% less than what other brands charge. I've been singing the praises of Legacy Box for years now. They've preserved many of my extended family and my photographs as well. Over time, they stop them from fading or being destroyed. Also, Legacy Box digitizes over 15 other types of analog media. So you can get your favorite memories saved forever. 
Time is running out to take action on these old formats because they go to dust or fade away entirely. Take advantage of this exclusive offer from the new Photo Legacy Box today. Preserve your pass for as low as seven cents. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. That's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, here are the people that you need to call that are on the fence or or voting against. Yeah, let's look at the no's because yeah. you need no's, not just the fence people. Okay. Mario Diaz-Ballart from Florida won't vote for Jordan. He is close to Scalise. He was put off by Jordan and how he treated Scalise. That's fine. Get over it. Please, just get over it. Ken Buck from Colorado been turned off by Jordan's questioning of Biden's 2020 victory. Great. Jordan, give him. Yeah, he won. He won. <laughs> Just say it. He won. John Rutherford uh, says he's casting his vote for McCarthy. He's not running. Okay. Don Bacon says he'll vote for McCarthy on the first ballot. Bacon said he uh, could left open the possibility that he could vote for someone else on a later ballot. Okay. Get over it. McCarthy's um, not running. Mike Lawther, Lawler says uh, he will vote for McCarthy's from New York. Okay, you're going to lose. Um, let's, let's have, let's have a winning all, attitude. Lawler also said he won't be the deciding vote against Jordan. So that's, that's good. Important. Uh, Carlos Jimenez from Florida still backing McCarthy. Mike Kelly voting for Scalise. Um, Marionette uh, Miller-Meeks from Iowa says she's undecided, but privately suggested she's a no, according to Punchbowl News, by the way. Please call these congresspeople. And just say, please, I understand you have differences. Please put the country first. Vote for Jim Jordan. Please. The Glenn Beck Program.